0: So good morning. Good morning. No, 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 Pastor Julie dealt with me with this for three days. She knows my, no, we're here. We get to rejoice. God gave us this beautiful day and we want to be excited. We don't want to sound like we only had two pieces of toast and half a cup of coffee for breakfast. I have no idea who that would be. But good morning, everyone. Good morning. Amen. We want to be excited. We want people to know that we are here. It is such a pleasure to be up here today once again speaking to you guys and to celebrate our Youth Sunday. I have to say preparing for this Youth Sunday was a little different than in the past. I think you know some of my older guys can agree like in the past we've come back, we're here, we're sleep deprived, we're hungry. We've eaten our share of um, fruit cups and granola bars for a week. And um, this, is, this has been quite different. I have to say, I pulled up Facebook this morning. One of my memories was Donna and I <laughs> covered in paint in the car coming back from our trip. And that's, that's what we prepare for. This year has been hard. It has been hard on me as your youth pastor, It has been hard on these kids going through a global pandemic. But by golly, we did it. We've gone through. And I have to say, I'm going to toot my own horn here, which I normally don't. We are one of the very few churches that kept their youth program going up to this point. So I'm, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. So today we're here to give you a glimpse of what our youth here at Hillsdale UMC have been doing despite this stinking pandemic. So I wanna go back in the day to start this off. Actually in about 2011, I was sitting in an advanced youth ministry class at Nyack College. I was asked to write a vision statement for the ministry that I felt God was calling me to. It was meant to help us kind of solidify our goals and help us to clarify the calling that we all felt that God had put on our lives to be youth ministers. We were asked to include five words, me being me, I included four, and what they represented. Today I'd like to share with you this vision statement. The vision of a youth ministry program is to bring together today's youth, to share with them the love, grace, and gospel of Jesus Christ so that they may learn how deeply and truly loved they are, so that they may in turn go out into the world sharing God's great love with one another And through that, they may grow as passionate disciples of Jesus and his word, equipped to go out in service to this world. So my four words are share, love, grow, and service. Ten years ago, I didn't realize how impactful these words would actually be through the 10 years that have happened since I wrote this, I have grown in my faith and I have seen and watched God use this share, love, grow, and service in the youth that I've been blessed to serve with. These are the words that, to me, reflect God's call on my life. And what I feel is the purpose here of our youth ministry program at Hillsdale United. In Matthew 28, 19 through 20, Jesus gives his disciples one final command, or one final instruction. He says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me and obey my words. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you to do. And lo, I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstance, and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. You see, Jesus is telling his disciples to go out into the world to share his story, his story of love, of grace, of mercy to share that good news of Christ with everyone and anyone. Jesus is telling each and every one of us that we need to go out into this world and share his story. This is where that share part of this vision statement comes in. Because this is the story of a father who loves us so much that he came to this world and died for us so that we can all have a right relationship with him without judgment and without any strings attached a story of just absolute pure love i'm reading this book called the practice of the presence of god and it's written by a man named brother lawrence and he describes this story of a father who loves us so much, who invites us all in as this king, who is full of goodness and mercy, who doesn't punish me, rather he embraces me lovingly and invites me to eat at his table. He serves me himself and gives me the keys to his treasury, treating me as his favorite. He converses with me without mentioning either my sins or his forgiveness. My former habits are seemingly forgotten. Although I beg him to do whatever he wishes with me, he does nothing but caress me. I don't know about you, but that vision of how much God loves me and what his grace and his mercy and his love mean is a story that I wanna go out and I wanna share. Our youth today are faced with so many things, so many struggles. You know, sometimes we say, oh, I wish I could go back when? Guess what? Unless I can go back to 1990-something, I don't want to be your age. You guys are faced with so much. But if we can take one moment, a week, a month, to share this story, lives can be changed. That's a story that I wanna share with not only the youth, but with everyone. So that someday we may all meet again at this great banquet table in heaven. Share, love, grow, and service. When we share that great story of Jesus, when we walk in love, when we walk in kindness, following along in a path that Jesus has laid out for us, we grow, and in that process of growing and walking along with Christ, we find we want to serve others. We want to love others. It becomes a natural part of who we are. Share, love, grow, service. There's a quote that says, the greatest sermon you will ever preach is how you live your life. You see, the best way we can share our lives and share our faith with others is by living out our faith in front of the people around us. Over the past, all right, I wrote down two weeks, but maybe week, the youth can attest to this. Past week or two, I asked some of them, past and present, about what youth group meant to them, how youth group and their faith and the church has helped them. Here are some of their responses. Ready? Should I say your names? I think I should. Oh, man. I heard, oh, man. Who said, oh, man? I'm going to embarrass you now. It's my job. I'm like your mom, but cooler. All right. Lisa wrote, my faith has helped me develop a new appreciation for life. Having a closer connection to God gives me peace that I am being guided in life. Because of my faith, I've grown closer to my family and friends. Thomas, some of you may remember Thomas Castrelon, he wrote, what youth group meant to me was a place to make new friends and hang out to just escape the worries in my life, if only for a few hours at a time. I was always upset when it was time to leave. It helped me as I've gotten older because most of my friends in youth group were my age, so I had someone to talk to and relate to about not just problems, but cool experiences too. My faith has helped me by giving me a place I know I would always be welcome. And I think I wouldn't be the same without Youth Group. (laughs) You guys are killing me. (laughs) Thomas wrote 10 out of 10, he would recommend. (laughs) All right, woo! wasn't ready for tears. All right, Morin, I cannot get through the end. All right, youth group had such a big impact on my teenage years. I made lifelong friendship and connections. Now that I'm older, I can really look back and have an even greater love for this church, as well as all the people I met, not only in our youth group, but hundreds of people we connected with through mission trips, whether that be other groups or people in the community we were serving. I have to tell you, every mission trip we've come back from, these kids have more Instagram people and Snapchat people. I don't think it's possible. But they are making friends with everyone and everywhere they go. And a couple years ago, they went away. And we weren't sure the group we were going with, how it was going to mesh. We'd never been with people like this before. It was a totally different group. And I think some of them still keep in contact today. So it's really great to watch the friendships the friendships that that really come from it. I love you, Lauren, but I won't read the last part. It'll kill me. <laughs> it, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. Gus writes, hello, my name is Gus Kanegas, and I was in the youth group for all four years of high school. We love Gus. We love you all. The youth group has provided me with a cornerstone for my maturity, whether it was offering open ears and hearts to share struggles with, anecdotes and reminders to stand strong in my faith, or even just fun games to distract us from the stresses of being teenagers while fostering close relationships. I'm so grateful for all of the amazing friends and connections that I've made through this group since they've given me some much needed support throughout my high school career. Having a supportive youth group to come to has made it so much easier to come into my own during my formative years as it reminded me that I'm not alone in my faith or in this community." So as you can see, sharing this gospel, these, these four words, share, love, grow, and service, are so important. And while sometimes we don't think they leave an impact, they really are. They really, really are. In a moment, we're going to see the impact of youth and what we've done over the past, I don't know how many months, it seems like forever. And we're going to see a video of VBS and how even as adults, when we share and we love and we grow and we serve, the impact we can have there. You see, because as we look at the life of Jesus, we notice that Jesus lived his life to serve God, and to serve the people around him. Jesus was always ready to do the work that God wanted him to do, and Jesus was always ready and willing to help those around him. Sharing, love, and service all mean putting other people's needs first, and I have watched in the, I don't know how many years I've been here, every one of our youth puts someone's needs first. Some of the kids you wouldn't expect, but they do it because they know that gospel story, because they see it in the way that we act around him. In sharing and loving on others, we see God's hand at work. Ephesians 2.20 reads that we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works for which God prepared in advance for us to do. You see, we were each designed and shaped by God for a purpose. Each and every one of us, not just us sitting here in the room, not just us watching us in Facebook land or listening on Zoom, but each and every person that is on this earth was created for a purpose. And God made each and every one of us to make a difference. And how we live our lives, that is what is so greatly important. How we share, how we love, how we grow, and how we serve. That's what is important. That is what is making the difference. So now we're going to flip over, and we're going to see a quick glimpse of how our youth here, young and old, are sharing, loving, growing, and serving. Whew, that was a lot. But we did a lot, and we've done a lot. Greg, do you have your cross? Because some of the things the youth did, you guys may not have known. We did some work here at the church. We pruned some bushes in the back for the nursery school. Some of the girls painted the doors that were never painted. um, When we painted the youth room, they painted the doors. We cleaned up the playground. We went to Doug Stratton's house and helped him with um, a big branch that fell in his yard. We, what else did we do? Guys, help me real fast. Oh, we made blessing bags at the food pantry downstairs. So youth ministry at Hillsdale has gotten creative. And then because, you know, we share with them as the adults and the leaders, they in turn then share with the kids at VBS. And the adults come. Because not only are we planting seeds in those little hearts, those little hearts are touching ours as well. Great, can you bring up your cross? I'm connected. I'm going to try and walk, so I won't break it. I promise. <laughs> um, so one of the pictures was a plate, and remember, we all did the mosaics here in church, and Juliet made the mosaic. Each kid made. Greg, hold it up real high. They were given those plates you saw in the video, and they smashed the plates. They wrote things on the plates. That maybe they didn't like things that were hindering them from a relationship with christ and they made these crosses to take home to remind them that the broken things are made beautiful so that they can go and share and go ahead they can go out and they can share that hey guess what i got stuff going on in my life i'm broken but guess what god makes me beautiful and he can make you beautiful too so it's part of that that share part of our vision, share, love, grow, serve. Living our lives to share, love, grow, and serve. This is what it means to be a disciple of Christ. Four simple little words, but when put into action, can have a huge impact on the lives of those around us When we live out these words and you can see the impact it has if you all want to read what lauren wrote you can read the impact it has i encourage each and every one of us today myself included to make our relationship with christ our way of life to center Our lives daily upon Christ allowing him to come in and work in and through us does it hurt yes but the end result is beautiful because then together we can share his great story his great love story with those around us amen